This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds. Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you Avatar nerds out there. I'm Joanna, why so blue, Krupnik. And I'm Brian, alien whale porn Plopsky. And (laughs) today, we could not be happier that you had your way with water to join us today. What a dirty intro for Brian. Because today in the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian, we are headed back to Pandora to have date night and giving your instant reactions to Avatar The Way of the Water or The Way of Water? Gosh, The Way of Water uh, in theaters now. <laughs> A little bit of housekeeping. Uh, head to the feed to check out tons of past episodes from us. If the MCU is your favorite place in the Nerdverse, listen to our most recent episode uh, on Wakanda Forever uh, and as well as our very special interview episode with Josh Segarra from She-Hulk. Uh, if you like Star Wars, check out our coverage this past month of Andor. Such a great show. And there's so much more for you all over the fandom on our feed. You may ask, how can I just keep up with all of this? Well, be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and you'll be notified every time a new episode drops. And follow along on all of the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. Today we are going to talk about... Uh, Avatar, The Way of Water, but we know there's been a lot of nerd news. There has been a new Into the Spider-Verse trailer. There has been a new Scream 6 teaser trailer. And Henry Cavill will no longer be playing Superman because James Gunn is basically starting DC from scratch. But they are writing a a young Superman movie, James Gunn is. So we're we're just going to skip past and blow past that. We hope you watch that stuff because we're going to just jump dive, jump dive right into Avatar. Jump dive. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about Avatar, and we know that we see these movies probably earlier than a lot of you can get out to the theater, so we will do our best to keep the beginning part of this spoiler-free as possible. Of course, it's spoilers. We're talking about it, but in the way that makes a big impact. We'll try In the and be, way of water, would you say? In the way of water that is the least amount of impact into water, we will try not to spoil the water of this movie. Um, and then when we do get in a spoiler section, we will, we'll say, okay, I think we have to now talk spoilers. Um, but after you've seen the movie, come on back, download us and listen to the rest. Fantastic. So, uh, should we head into the Nerdverse customs? Sure. Never been here before. I'm shaking the dust of this crummy little town off my feet and I'm going to see the world. Let me see your identification. This week, we're headed into the Avatar sector of the Nerdverse. Pandora, baby. Pandora. Joanna, I, I guess, you know, let's talk about our relationship <laughs> to Avatar. Um, what is your, I mean, what is your, what are your, how many stamps, what does your passport look like for Pandora? I don't know. It's very blue, <laughs> to be sure. Um, I think. Would you say I, it's blue Abadi Abadai? Yes. Yes, it's that. Blue Abadi Abadai. Abadi Abadai. Um, Wait, did you not get my song reference? No, I did. So I repeated it back. Oh, um, okay, Blue okay. Abadi Abadai, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Brian, um, I think I see, I've see. i seen Avatar 
three times maybe, and mm-hmm. once was kind of recently. So um, I guess that puts me just as good as anyone else. I'm not a big gym aficionado in terms of his cinematography in the way that like scholars would study him. Oh, um, like James Cameron. Jim. Oh yeah, big Jim. Yeah, yeah. So oh I guess, yeah, I, I, I was like, what? <laughs> I guess I would say I have I don't know a seven. Again, it's not. Wow. It's not. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. What are we saying here? Like, do you know the names of the animals oh, and like the different worlds not. and I don't the even tribes? Know, no, I don't even know. This will be very funny to have this whole podcast because I don't really know the names of all the characters. Um, so there'll be a lot of descriptions, which is hard because they're just all Navi. Um, sure. But yeah, no. Okay, so I'm going to put myself like at a four. Yeah, I, I'm going to I'm gonna put myself at like a two or a three. Um, I've only seen – so I rewatched the first Avatar this week. It's now back on Disney Plus for all of those holding yes, out. Yes, for all um, those who are not scholars early. Yes, um, but I watched it on Disney+. Plus. Uh, that was only the second and a half time I watched it. I saw it once in theaters um, when it first came out in IMAX, and then uh, I must have like watched half of it when it was first on Disney+, Plus because my progress bar was halfway through, uh, and then I restarted it this time when I watched it from beginning to end. And I, I, I liked it better this time than any other time I've watched it. I think all the baggage of like w- the special effects are cool, but like the story is just like basic um, has passed. And I just had a really fun time for the two and a half, three hours or whatever it was. Yeah. Of the, the original one. movie. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to put myself at a three because I can't name anyone's names. I, I only, only because I rewatched it recently. Can I sort of know people's names and what the tribes are and stuff like that. But like that, this is just not where I am. I also, I have been to Pandora uh, the real Pandora. Right. I have been to Pandora in Disney World um, and love it. Um, so that's why I'm maybe I'll give myself a four. Because right. I'm going to say there. that puts you higher than me. I mean, you no. haven't been in James Cameron's mind, which is where Pandora no, really Jim. lives. I think but... you mean Jim, our friend Jim. Big Jim. Yeah. Big Jim. Um, yeah. So I'll put myself at a what did you say? You're at a four. I'm a four. So you've got to be a five. No, no. I would put myself at a four. But you've been to Pandora. I have been, but and I ate some delicious treats there, and I rode the rides. So, um, fine, I'll put myself at a five. But I don't know. This is just going to be as equally wild for me um, as we try to navigate. Yes, exactly. Totally. Um, all right, should we jump into Avatar non-spoiler Avatar? Yes. Just a quick, like, high-level plot summary for all of you out there. Uh, Jake, Sully, and Natiri have formed a family and are doing everything to stay together. However, they have to leave their home and explore other regions of Pandora, uh, the water world, if you will, uh, the Zoras, um, if you're a Zelda fan. Um, And when an ancient threat resurfaces, Jake must fight a difficult war against the humans. Um, So that's just high-level plot. Okay, Joanna... What did you think of Avatar, The Way of Water? Two headline thoughts. One, Big Jim. Big Jim is back, baby. <laughs> Number two, uh, humans suck. Yeah, We totally. are the worst. We're the worst. We could just go away and that would be great. Yes, like we, we're clearly not needed. No, we just make it all worse. All worse. Um. This movie, it's, I mean, it's undeniable, Brian. Like, 
I, I don't know what to say. I, this movie is incredible. It's it's not particularly like uh, a groundbreaking story, but I, I'm it it leaves you speechless. Like I saw it in 3D. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, I only saw it on on a huge screen with Dolby sound, which was amazing. I did not see this in 3D. Okay. I saw it in 3D. Uh, I found this on the web. Thank you, Siri. Siri also saw it in 3D. (laughs) She she really wants us to know about it. Yes. Um, I, like, it was unreal. I got a little nauseous actually toward the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that for yeah. sure. Um, but it was it was incredible. Uh, what what was your experience? What did you think of it? The movie? The, I I I thought I, I had a great time. Like I absolutely had a wonderful time. I'll say this about Avatar: The Way of Water. These are absolutely no questions asked. The best special effects. I've ever seen some of those close-ups truly just felt like people in makeup. Like you could just see the wrinkles and the sweat and the, the water. droplets of water. And you never, ever, ever, if I'm getting goosebumps, you never, ever, ever for one second were like, Oh, this is CG. Like, I mean, you, you are because you know, but it's truly some of the most incredible things I've ever seen on screen. I've never I was just completely and utterly blown away by it. And the fact that we were blown away by it, knowing that it was probably going to be the best special effects we ever saw is pretty wild. That is very well said. He had, well, I mean, this movie went into pre-production. Big Jim. Thank you. Big Jim went into pre-production in like 2017. So where a Marvel, to put it in perspective, Marvel movies, uh, VFX, have like a couple months. This movie had five years. Um, plus all the other time that James Cameron, Big Jim had come up with how to do this prior. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's wild and you can tell. Now that having been said, there are, I read a little bit about this, that there are like two different speeds that he's working with. Mm. This is like really like, I don't understand this enough to really speak on it, but it, it, the, the, there were times outside of the water that I actually could see a difference and it wasn't quite as incredible. It was a little bit more video gamey than yeah. in the water. But like, and then of course having this like uh the spider character, um, I feel sure. like has it makes it a little it's sort of like the She-Hulk issue, which is like when you put humans next to CGI, it's tricky. But um, my god. In the water, and of course we know James Cameron loves Wait, the who? water. <laughs> I'm not always gonna say Big Jim. I have yes. to save it for special times. Okay, fair, fair. Um, when I'm really serious about him, um, when James Cameron is underwater, he's like the happiest ever. So I don't know. Underwater was just uh, pretty <laughs> wild. And I. <I'll- clears throat> Uh, what I'll also say is that something pretty spectacular about this. So to, to piggyback off of what you just said, <clears throat> um, two things. Sometimes I felt like this movie felt like the truly the greatest cutscenes from video games. Like like it was just like it felt like the greatest rendered incredible video game sequence I've ever seen. Also, 
sometimes the action sequences towards the end of this movie felt like they were running in 1.5 times speed. Yes. Like, like, like when that final third hour. Yeah. Um, for all I knew <laughs> that final fight scene was like halfway through the movie. Like, you know, like who, like, I didn't even know like, I, there were certain points in there where I was like, I'm totally immersed in the world of Pandora right. that I have no idea what time it is, right. where I am in the movie. This, we could, we could still be in the first hour. I lost all sense of time while in there. And I, to me, that's what I want from an experience. I really felt pun intended. I really felt like we dove right into Pandora even more. And Listen, Big Jim is not the best at exposition. He just gets it out of the way. This movie starts immediately, and then we are just in it to win it. We get to explore the forest a little bit more. We get to obviously explore the ocean and uh, like a ton. And I really felt like those beautiful sequences with the animals, with the with the water, with the training stuff. I really felt not only connected to these characters, but I also felt more connected to the world of Pandora in. In general in this movie and that's what that runtime does to me that long runtime is not just about these like mediocre plot points it's about immersing yourself completely being pun intended again washed over in this world of pandora and that's what i want from my three hours and 45 minute movie to runtime like i i was just so pleased walking out of that movie that it didn't matter how basic the plot was and how convoluted a lot of the plot was not convoluted but like um We'll call it like serendipitous, if you will, convenient. Um, the movie, the some of the plot was, and we'll get into that later. Thanks, Siri. Siri, are you serious? <laughs> I'm taking my watch off because I'm just like jacked up on uh, Pandora. Mountain Dew. Um, yeah, the I completely agree. You are you are like in a sensory deprivation tank for this movie because, and you were just you need that time because because by the end. And when what th- when things happen, like you have you've been there for so long, and I, I to go back to what you said about exposition, the first movie, the exposition, the exposition is hilarious because they're yes. doing the like video journaling, yes, which is like how they. But I actually so there were times at this the beginning of this movie where the exposition was like so fast. I turned to Justin, I was like, wait, 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 who adopted? Hmm. A, a, a like conceived in magic what and then there were times where like with lang when he's talking to the um video journal in his and his in his human form well, and maybe spoilers uh okay oh uh, well just because he's in it you mean well i mean i guess he's listed in the credits but uh like i don't want to like the other thing with him i don't think is in the credit oh, in, yeah. in the I in the trailer say that but yeah. there were I liked that journal element. I was like, this is helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there were parts of that that sped through real fast. And then there were parts that were um actually kind of enjoyable. Sure. Um but yeah, it was just the animals created. I mean, it's just I don't know how he does this. I know that he they did motion capture. In a water, in water. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how this works, and I know that Kate Winslet like broke some record, like she held her breath for like seven plus minutes underwater or something on while they were filming this, which is like just, a you know, really long time. Yeah, but Joanna, you know, it's, it's just the way of water, you know. I know, especially for her, she's like the queen of the ocean. Yeah. Um, so, 
I yeah, I, I think I encourage people to see this in theaters. Yeah, like, do me too. not see this at home. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason. I mean, we all know that that is the, one of the main reasons why Avatar, the first one, is the highest grossing movie of all time. Because you had to see it in movie theaters. It only it didn't make a lot of money opening weekend, like compared to how much it ended up making. But it didn't like really drop in percent until a couple of weeks in in the box office. And then you know, with the raised prices of IMAX and 3D, that it just like stacked up those dollar bills if you will like because it was you wanted to see it in those formats and you know with inflation we'll see if this one can hit those highs but like just to repeat what joanna said you absolutely have to see this in a movie theater you have to these is this is these are the best special effects ever it's it's I'm, i'm still thinking about them and i'm i was so enamored by them that as i mentioned like i just totally didn't give a crap about what the plot was and like and and that's not who i am like i I, that is not who i am Brian loves plot i do i like rules i like plot i love all that stuff but this one like i was just like a kid in a candy store and as someone who watches a lot of playthroughs on youtube like i i don't play a ton of like long form video games if you will i like i play um, well, actually, we'll get into that, too. But I really enjoyed watching this because, like, it felt almost like the greatest video game I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Um, also, I have to say that the the water Navi, as I'll call them, uh, uh-huh. were Zoras from Zelda. Oh, like to me, I was just like watching. For, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not a joke for you, but it's a it's a it's a delight for me. Are they in um, Breath of the Wild? Uh, yeah, those oars are in Breath of oh, the Wild. Oh, I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I absolutely dug this movie. So what would you give this out of 10? A 12. Yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It, yeah. It, I'm changed, s- it changes everything. Yeah. I'm split in a way because I want to give it like an 11 or 12 because like this is what you go to the movies for. Yes. This is exactly what you go to the movies for. But am I allowed to give it an 11 or a 12 when like plot wise it's it's like I've seen better movies but I've never seen – I've seen better films but I've never seen better movies if that makes sense. Well, so but like, the plot – the plot's not that – bad the dialogue is not that great but i don't actually think the plot has a lot of holes do you i I mean we'll talk about it in the spoilers there are a couple things that bothered me a little bit but um yeah i'll give it like a 10 or 11 or something like that like you have to go see this you have to like you have to yeah absolutely um so shall we uh shall we move on to our spoiler review let's do it This is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We will be spoiling, uh, I almost called it Pandora, Avatar (laughs) and Avatar The Way of Water. This is your spoiler alert alert. Um, Yeah, do you want me to go into the things that like kind of bothered me or do you want to talk more about the plot itself? No, go ahead. What bothered you? Okay, here are the things that my dislike, if you will. Um, I thought that the whale plot and stuff was too convenient. So he just happens. Jake has to evacuate, like leave the forest uh, because his family is being hunted. So you're telling me that he chooses to go to the water tribe 
and the humans just happen to be like harvesting their whale brains. You know what I mean? And so like all of that was just like wildly convenient that like the new thing that's funding the Pandora trip is this whale mucus brain mucus. And he just happens to be out there with the whale people. Like it's just very, very convenient. Well, but it's a planet. So like kind of, I don't know if you're, if you're done with the forest and you're seeing what's out in the ocean and these things are probably the biggest things that exist. I don't know. know. it was conv- like, it, uh, yeah. Go on. It sorry. Was, sorry, it was just like very, very, very convenient for me. And then the fact that, like, well, since he's staying with the water people, how convenient we can just hunt some of these, um, some of these. Uh, what's it called? What are they called? Two locks. I just said um, the the water people, the alien whales. Yeah. <clears throat> so they're, oh, the, they're, oh, the whales themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So the, so let's hunt the alien whales and kill two birds with one stone. We can hunt him while getting our eighty million dollar like brain juice. Like it was just very convenient for me. That part was like we're explaining to you why the whale while we're showing you with the whale. I understand that for sure. Like um, if they like, just we're decided- gonna teach you about the whales. Yeah. Yes. If they just decided to hunt the whales to bring him out, that's different. But it's but it also the fact that like they have this subplot of like, this is why we're doing this. Like, this is why we're also doing this. Like with the brain juice for like stopping aging was just like very convenient for me. Well, and it's Kate Winslet's whale. It's Kate Winslet's sister whale. Right. And honestly, it's also the one. Yeah. I actually found that that was more believable because that's like the mother whale of a pack that they were tracking. Mm-hmm. Then the fact that like the the scientists, the hunt, the whale hunters. Um, Flight of objectives the Concords. Over, yeah, Flight of the Concords. Oh, two people I totally forgot were in this were Jermaine Clement and Edie Falco. I don't. Did anyone even know Edie Falco? That was something uh, I did she's not know. That was. I think she's in one of the trailers, but she does nothing in this movie. I assume she has a bigger part in like three or something like that. Yeah, she's wasted in this, but yeah. Or no, is she dead? She might be dead. Why? Well, didn't they like blow up all those ships at some point? Well, she never left the base. He, he, um. No, she was in the air. Remember she was in the, she was drinking coffee, like just like Lang last movie, like in, in the planes at one point. I just don't know. What, I, don't, I just don't know what happened to her in her Well, plane. no, because she kind of half gave him permission, half didn't give um, Stephen Lang's character permission, and um, and then he commandeered the whale hunting boat. Yeah, that's true. So maybe she wasn't involved in all the carnage that yeah. happened. Um, all right. Yeah. So here's here's my second thing. Okay. Um, I In the final battle, at some point... The water tribe just wasn't in the movie anymore and stopped helping. The their daughter was still trapped on the boat and and their daughter was then taken off the boat. But like her parents who are trying to save her, Kate Winslet and Cliff Curtis, were nowhere to be found. So this poor Sully family is on their own with no help from the water uh, Navi. Okay, I I did notice that, but I also was very relieved that that happened because I was really worried 
I was like, Sully, is you brought this, and he admits that. I don't want any of them to die. So I was actually like, thank God I don't have to watch a casualty of these poor people that are just sucked into this, and now they're like, no, you're one of us. And I'm like, no, but but you guys should really save yourself. So I actually was okay with that. I was like, oh, thank God there's no more, like, of the of the water the water navi um at risk at this moment so sure. i actually noticed that but i was relieved okay but i'm sure it was a convenience or like budgetary yeah budgetary yeah no budget on this my, but true. my but my other thing about that is like it it just it that's I, that's my same complaint as a, as individual superhero movies in the mcu like i don't believe that like in a one-off movie that other Avengers wouldn't help them with the threat that they're facing. Yeah. Like, I mean, they did, but then they just, right, but then they disappeared. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's the other one. My third one. And this is less of, this is less of a gripe and more of a, like an eye roll. When, I only or, have one and you haven't said it yet. And I'm shocked. So we'll okay. see if the next one is it. So this is like a combo platter. One, how did Steven Lang's character know that his son was dead? He's all of a sudden saying, like, you lost a kid. And the only thing I could think of is he overheard him. But, like, he didn't turn on his his a voice, uh, like, his walkie-talkie thing. Stephen Lang just, like, knew that his kid was dead. Oh, I, I didn't know if he got a hit on him personally. Did he get a hit on him? Because per- we see him get shot. Right, but I don't remember who was shooting. I don't know. Maybe he was looking through his glass, his, 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 um... His uh, binoculars, binoculars, but I don't know. That was just that just felt like that. That just felt like you know movie knowledge for movie knowledge's sake. Like someone oh, in the movie knows something. That. Yeah. Um, and the last one is I just kind of rolled my eyes when they were escaping the boat at the end, and then like the little kid Tuck gets sucked into the under deck, and the mom has to has to go in after her. I was just like, okay, why? Here we go. Like <laughs> another problem for them. Like you know what I mean? I get well, it. And it was very effective in that last like half hour where they're like trying to get out of the Oof. boat is really wonderful. Like Big Jim doing his Titanic thing, but like um, I, I, that, in that moment, I was like, "Oh my god, here we go again." Well, it was very stressful. I mean, very. it was, and, and the kids sort of teaching the parents. I really enjoyed, but it was. At first, I was like, "Why is this a problem?" Like they know how to be underwater. Like they'll just mm-hmm. get out of the ship, and then I was like, "Oh no, there's like enclosed spaces, and there's doors that don't open, and they could drown." So yeah. that was very scary. I mean, it was you put people in water, and you know how hard it is to breathe underwater. So even if you know these are not even humans or aliens yeah you still get a little like like i kept reminding myself that i was allowed to breathe totally because i was like (gasps) yeah Um, and something i love but but on the flip side what i loved about that is that the adults learned as much as they could but the kids really took to the water and like the training that the other kids gave them and that whole like hour of montage like let's figure out how this world works was absolutely wonderful and i felt like it really was powerful when it came back at the end when like his son was like teaching him how to slow his heart down and make sure he gets out um and the same thing with the mom and that um and that uh uh, Kiri came with the, you know, uh, with the, the under the wings and stuff like that. I thought that was lovely and wonderful. And then one of my other gripes was that the whale just like stopped helping um, after he cut off the guy's arm, but he did come back at the end. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he pulled his weight. He, yeah, um, literally, literally. I think uh, my yeah, that was and and very it speaks to human nature. Which is like sometimes the kids of generations are more adaptable to new 
settings and surroundings and you got to like mm-hmm. bring you know cuz they're new they're newer so they adapt a little quicker at times so i liked that that was very like true of human nature yeah. um and these aliens but no my biggest uh like whoa whoa what now is like and i assume it's going to be explained later is the Kiri of it all is oh. the Sigourney Weaver. Like she has, so she she dies and her avatar has a baby, but she's dead. So that didn't bother me because I just made the assumption that in the end of the first Avatar movie, when they tried to transfer her human body into her Navi avatar. Right, and, she, and it didn't work. And it didn't work because she dies. But she yeah. has that line where she's like, I see Iwa. Like, I see her. I'm with her. And in my opinion, Iwa, like Ewa, um, the their spirit uh, – <laughs> like implanted something inside of her and um, that baby grew to gestation. So my, so that's why she's so connected to everything and she can hear the heartbeat because she is half Sigourney Weaver, half like Ewa. Uh, that was not explained. I made that assumption and I'm going to assume that like, and that's why she can see like her mom because her mom, the Sigourney Weaver character, when she has that seizure, um, when she sees her mom in there, she's like entering into a into the you know the the biosphere or whatever you want to call it of Ewa, um, uh, where she, you know because Sigourney Weaver's character kind of was like taken in by this spirit at the end yeah. of the first movie. Um, there's there's some remnants of her, of her in the world, just like at the end when they gave their son. Uh, deeply sad back to the planet, back to Pandora. They have these memories that the planet holds. And I think that's a beautiful thing where like they can plug into the planet. It also seems a little drug addict-y, like you get addicted (laughs) to watching these memories. Right, what if they just waste away? Like, Yeah, I think that's that's a very, to me, that's a very interesting like parable or or whatever you want to call it where like, um, there's like a story of someone who was so devastated by the loss of their child that they plugged into Pandora and they never unplugged just to like stay with their kid for that long. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I think and that's fast. That'd be fascinating. It's, it, yeah. It's so fascinating. It's also like, it's just such a wonderful idea. Um, you know, we talked, this is strange, but we talked about Willow last week where you really loved the language of like, release me. This yes. death that happens in Pandora is just so beautiful and and so full circle. It's not like it's not like humans and like I mean it is. It's very it's with religious, you know, humans with religious backgrounds, you know, you know that there is some place to go beyond and it's just it's so beautiful. That, mm-hmm. And 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 easier to cope when you see, you know, we see the baby um is it Mateo is the son? I thought it was like Mateo mm-hmm. or something. Um Which son? The one that dies. Uh, Nateum. N-E-T-E-Y-A-M. Oh, Mateo. See, this is why I need subtitles. Um, well, they gave it to us for a second, and then he had that line where he's like, I speak the language. Like, it took me years to get that language in my thick skull, and now <laughs> it feels to me like I'm speaking English. And then the subtitles fade away. away. I actually really smiled at that. I thought that was a visually clever, fine way to show that, like, when they are talking to each other without people who need to speak English around them, they are speaking, you know, Navi or whatever the language is called. That's Spectacular. very true. 
Um, but spectacular. And, and, you know, the font choice of the subtitles will always bother me because it's like Palantino horrible. Uh, whatever that that papyrus. font is. Pap- it's a, yeah, papyrus. It's just, whew. Yeah. As a person who's in that, that business, like, wow. Um, I So, in any event, he he you see him his baby self and then you see him being taken back and it's just so so beautiful but yeah i'm like oh how lovely that you have these memories to plug into yeah i mean that's just i know i I do think that uh, that um uh natiri's character zoe saldana's character was a little this movie i think is majority about fathers and sons yes and i think you know, the first movie was kind of a romance. This one is definitely about family. But I do think that, like, in this movie, it was like, okay, the women are there to just sort of, like, brood and the men, like, have wild adventures with sons and, yeah. like, discipline them themselves. One of the things on my list was that this was a Zoe Saldana uh, scream fest. Um, oh, my God. Is her voice okay? I, I know. She's got a thousand nodes, some Pandoran nodes. But yeah. what I think about her is that I don't want to hear anybody else scream in agony and pain. Because because it's one of those things where like, yeah, she may not have a ton of lines. And, yes, she broods a lot. But that feral, like, mother who lost a child at the oh, end yeah. is, like, all Zoe Saldana. And, like, oh, yeah. it's just truly great. And I really like at the beginning of the movie how they set up that she will never really accept Spider into her clan as much as Jake has. Um, and it's not really gone into that deep. But even at the end, yeah, when she holds Spider um, by knife point to get um, uh, Stephen Lang to like step away from uh, from Kiri, um, there is that moment where you're like, Natiri probably would never like actually kill the kid unless like she had to, to save her kid. But like there's so like you, you as an audience member feel for spider and are empathizing with spider in that moment, because I think even spider knows that he's not fully accepted by her and therefore doesn't actually know what she's going to do. But I also think that spider is ready to die in that moment to save, um, to save Kiri because it's very clear that like he has feelings for her even though the movie doesn't explicitly say it. I think that, that yes. And that what you can clearly see he's scared at one point. It switches from, I'm just going to go behind this pillar right now because yeah. I don't actually know who, like she's, cause he see, you know, he makes that connection at the beginning of the movie when he knows that his father had been killed by her, yes. by the, by the original set that they found. Um, and I think at that moment, he's like, she is lethal and she is a fierce warrior and these arrows are flinging around mm-hmm. and I just don't know. I could be, I could be victim to this. I really don't know why he can't be an avatar, though, uh, a Navi though. Why can't they upload him now or do the thing when he becomes full? Well, they would need to actually build him an avatar that has his DNA. And I don't know if they do that anymore on Pandora. It seems like they're shipping them from, they're growing them on earth. So we, we, yeah. So where are our buddies from the first movie who are nice? um, The scientists that we like and where are they keeping Sigourney Weaver's avatar? Like where is that? Um, My understanding is that's in the mountains. 
Oh, so um, like an undisclosed location, but in Pandora. In the mountains. Yeah. So the Jake's original tribe um, goes up to the floating mountains. The What do they call them? The Hallelujah. The, 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 oh, the Hallelujah Mountains. Uh, some things. The yeah. humans call them the Hallelujah Mountains. <clears throat> you could see that one of the things, one of the like trailers, if you will, was brought up there. Um, and that's where um, – you know, his friend and the scientists are. Um, that's where they probably keep the Sigourney Weaver one. The pod at the beginning was the pod at, in the end of the first one that, like, they break open. And that's where Jake is doing his kind of last stand. And Natiri oh, yeah, saves yeah, yeah, him, yeah. like, all that stuff. Um, and, then, and then, yeah, and then because she has the uh, seizure, they have to call in some of the doctors, which is how Stephen Lang finds them. I know. I was like, really? No, like, me too. That's the signal. So, t- so here's a question for you. What did you think about the way that they brought back Stephen Lang and Stephen Lang's character, uh, Kutrark? I, I can never say uh, Quartridge? Quartridge? Oh, Quartich, yeah. Quartich. I have a hard time saying that for some reason. It's I don't even know how it's spelled. It's but. Q-U-A-R-I-T-C-H. Quartich, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I also think it's fitting that he named his son Miles as well, Miles Jr. Right. Um, so, so what did you think of how they brought him back, the character, and where the character might go from here? I don't understand. So... He, so, and again, everyone, we saw this movie late last night and it is very early the next morning. So I haven't processed all this, but so he, he makes the video diary and they're like, in case of emergency, we have uploaded your memories and your feelings or whatever to this thing that we're putting into an avatar. And he does die in the last, in the the video, in the video journal, he's like, I'm not dead. Like, don't forget. Like, I'm I'm still here. But that's actually in the past. So he that's does die because we dies. see it. Yes, he gets hit by right. two Natiri. Natiri, right? So he is dead. Um, but the and the Avatar exists, and he had a son when he before he died. Yes, it seems like he had a kid when they were on Pandora. <clears throat> because kids cannot go on the chi- the the cryo freeze because it's a Chiral. it's a, it's a six year journey so the kids can't like because the kids are still growing and developing is my assumption yeah. so you can't put them in a six year freeze um, so that very is the newt thing. by the way that uh, that character like the feral sure. like avatar into this world definitely, is very definitely. newt from aliens anyway yes um, yeah so he has the kid. And then his avatar is not invested in this child, but like, of course, since he has Lang's self in him, he still has this. Because it was very like, you know, I really enjoyed his tactic of getting in with Spider throughout the movie. Like, we're going to try something different. And it did kind of work on Spider in the end, mm-hmm. but it was very like, I don't care about this kid. And I was like, yeah, Natiri, he doesn't give a shit about Spider mm-hmm. because we haven't seen it at all. And then he does. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's about like, I, I was not a huge fan at the beginning of this movie, how they brought him back. They were like, oh, we just downloaded his memories. We're going to plug into oh, and go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's fine. But once we actually got into the meat of the story, 
like his relationship and complicated relationship with the fact that he is now um, a Navi and that like he has this kid that he thought like he'd never see again, which is a weird retcon because like you'd think he'd be a little bit more like that seems like a huge thing that you'd want in the first one to like maybe humanize the character a little bit, even though we don't want him empathetic because like he's a bastard. Um, But in this time, at least he's kind of a new person uh, or a new Navi um, so that we can kind of feel that way a little bit differently. But I, I really thought that like the relationship between the two of them, while not totally like deep, like or layered was very fascinating. So you have this kid spider who really wants to be Navi and he is an adopted member of this Sully family. It's kind of like Tarzan. Yeah. Jake wants this. It totally accepts this kid because Jake used to be human and wanted to be avatar. He really empathizes with him, uh, but he will not prioritize him over his own family blood. And then you have, um, then you have Natiri, who is 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 not going to like send the kid away, but like will never accept it as a true member of the family because of everything that she went through in the first movie. Even though she's technically married to someone who once was a human, right? Um, so there's that. Oh, I also totally forgot about the five versus four fingers, and I really like that usage as a way to yeah. kind of alienate the kids. Um, and that they're like kind of mixed breed, if you will, like, yes. as, as they've been, been. Though there will be more mixed breeds, I feel like in the next one because you know, there's obviously we're shipping the son and the daughter from the other tribe. Yeah, Loak, like they're totally gonna. Yeah, yeah, Loak, they're totally gonna have babies. So. Totally. So you have That'll that. Be- so then you have Spider who really wants this, and Spider who also understands that his father was a bad man, and kind of like you see, they don't really go into it, but you see that he kind of struggles with that, you know, through the way that he witnesses his, you know, watching the video of how his dad died, finding the place where his dad was killed, um, and then you know how he feels about Natiri and stuff like that, and then how he feels very comfortable with these avatar men and women who used to be humans and 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 so he still are human yeah so you have this you have spider who ends up saving his father at the end i was like of course you're gonna do this but like so you have this you have this one side of things um where he could technically be accepted by this person because he was saved by the fact that his father figure actually let um uh, actually let Kiri go in order to save his own son. And there's a lot going on there. And I look forward to, and I think it made the Stephen Lang character way more interesting in this one. Um, and because he's not just a, he's not just a military human. He's a military human who's kind of like has this familiar familial thing going on, which this whole theme of this movie basically is like, is, is, Sully stick together. That's both a blessing and a curse, or whatever he says. Absolutely, at the end. yeah. I I agree with you that this version of Lang is way better than the last because this one is like more of a fully like alien human that has his. He's been smoothed out to be like better. Like the the still original Lang is just let's, let's not is about he's no, still he's a still monster. a bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and but like yeah, so you do see Spider getting into it throughout like you see when he tries to tame the the pterodactyl thing like he is like oh man like he can't help but like smile to himself because he's like this is hilarious and he did it he got he didn't even have to you know close the mouth but but i didn't really see it coming from lang is i guess what i'm saying is that 
at the end, I guess it's kind of good because you don't know that he's going to actually turn and be like, fine, don't kill Spider, please. But, like, I didn't see him, you know, in spite of himself getting, like, falling in love with Spider Mm. throughout the movie. I just saw Spider kind of getting it sort of into him. Um, I also, like, the Flight of the Concords guy, like, he clearly was, like, he should join the others in the Alleluia Mountains because he's, like, kind of, like, a good scientist who, like, knows and is very sacred about how smart these animals are. But I was like, can you just jump off this boat? Like you're yeah. like, just go away. Just jump off. Yeah. I don't know. There's that Find comment new- that, that was made that like his, you know, by coming on these whale hunts and like helping with the whale hunts, you know, it funds his research and he can do more research. But like, there's a huge <sighs> cognitive dissonance between like, him being a marine biologist and wanting to like preserve yeah. and save this versus like going on these whale hunts. And let me say the most, one of the most effective sequences in this movie was that gruesome whale hunt. That was very difficult. Oh my God. But it was, incredible. I had to close my eye yeah. when they actually caught up with it and they were doing, and they were basically killing it. I had to just close my eyes. I was like, this is going on forever. Yeah. What I thought you were going to say were the chases, the underwater chases that we had, um, both with the sun at the beginning when the whale saves him and, and, and just all of the action towards the end, that final hour, not, not the nighttime. The nighttime was very stressful. That was incredible. But like the boats and the, when they finally do lead the attack, I was just like, yes. Like every time they would hit, I'd be like critical hit. Like it was just totally awesome. And so satisfying when that whale, the Piacon. Oh my God. Piacon like gets his revenge (laughs) truly truly amazing also something that was weird to me was that it would be a lone wolf and no one would like believe that it was a that they no one believed that they were being attacked by the humans then he killed those kids that was a little bit like vague and weird to me that that's why he was like excommunicated the outcast yeah oh yeah like i i I, honestly i got past all of it because it's gorgeous it's like deeply gorgeous I, I like I was not sure if it was sinister, so I, I that was my only issue. Was I was like, wait, is this whale like really bad? And it's like all a lie. He doesn't understand this boy at all. Sure. But then um, when I was like, no, I think there's you're supposed to like you know draw a kinship between the two of them. Yeah. Feel like outcast. So that that was that I let that just wash over me. Yeah, but I get that. The it, yeah, I mean, it was just. Do you, did you part? Did you feel at all that any part of this movie did drag? And if so, when? Not on this first watch. I can imagine this movie dragging significantly on a second watch. In the um, middle, maybe. In the middle, maybe. Um, is, this movie will definitely drag if you watch it on a regular TV, is my assumption. <laughs> because, like, Gosh. just a part of the reason why it stayed afloat, if you will, is because of how spectacular it was to watch these images and just be immersed in Pandora. Again, um, I can imagine this movie dragging midway through um, – on like a second or third watch. And, and honestly, like I really enjoyed this movie. I, I don't know when I would go back to see it again. Like I don't care enough about Pandora and this world to like fill in the plot holes or the blanks of maybe things I missed or like, how did he know that his son died and stuff like that? Because like, I don't really want to sit through this three hour and 45 minute movie again within uh, like maybe in January when there isn't a lot, maybe I'll go back or something like that. But like, I'm good. It was amazing, but I'm good. To see it in 3D. Um, maybe I, I 
honestly, there are so many movies on my list right now, like that I need to see, like the Fablemans, the Menu, the Banshees of Inishirin, like Tar. Um, there's, I just have a whole slew of things that, and and TV shows. Like I still need to finish Wednesday. Like there's just so much that. Um, and then Matilda comes out, and then you know, like all of these other things that I really am. Ex- Knives Out, um, the two, you know, Glass Onion. Well, that, like, has, that hasn't even come to you yet. So right, you're, you're fine. But but I'm just saying that like there are so many things on my list and going to be on my list. Plus the holiday movies I like to watch around now. That like this movie was incredible, an amazing experience. I don't. I, 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 I'd rather spend another four, a second four hours watching two movies that I need to watch than like just experiencing these special effects again, if that makes sense. It does. At the same time, I feel the same way, but at the same time, if my parents over the holiday are like, should we go see Avatar? I'll be like, yes, and I'll go too. Like, yeah. you have to, I, like, to get them to go. I'll to see accompany it in someone else. Totally. They, yeah. Yeah. But I think, I mean, I, I can't visualize it with not 3D. The 3D was so incredible. Sure. It's like, I, I'm curious actually what it looks like to not be in 3D. So maybe I would see it. Maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe that might be a worse experience though. So I don't know. But no, I mean, we saw it in a Dolby theater. Um, it was, uh, I mean, the sound was incredible, uh, and the screen was crystal clear. Like I had no issues not seeing it in 3d. I mean, I, I might want, I might go back and see it in 3d. I take that the water, back. The uh, water in 3d was like, well, the way whoa. of it, the way of the it. way of it. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I encourage everyone to see it. I know it's holidays, but it's a great movie to see with your family. Um, slowly stick together. I don't know. It's just so it's amazing. There, I guess uh, one other thing that I did not mention during this episode is that this actually had comic relief. The first one did not have any comic relief. The kids yes. were really funny and enjoyable, and the kid actors were spectacular. I know one of them was Sigourney Weaver, but like the kid actors, the or the young actors, like were truly incredible. And honestly, like. I think about Eternals because the, the 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 girl who played Sprite really dragged that movie down. Yes. In another world with this James Cameron technology, like you can have an older person playing a younger person and adding more gravitas to that role. I I while sometimes it was very clear that an older person was playing um Kiri Sigourney Weaver, um I think that it was more effective because there's there's a weight to that character. The fact that I saw her as like an Awa entity, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, I like that it was played by an older actress because it brought a lot of gravitas to this character that's supposed to be more than just like a teenager, if that makes sense. Yeah, flip side, I didn't think she seemed old at all. Her Sigourney Weaver's voice was she didn't raise her voice enough. I think she tried, but that yeah. the the voice was what was making it hard to sell for me. But no, physically, that's why they make that thing about saying about Lang, like it's it's me. It's just a lot. You look a lot younger yeah. because you can smooth out the avatar. It's all CGI, so you can anyone could play. You could have totally. an old eighty year old play a thirteen year old yeah. in CGI. What I mean is that like. The, there was more because Sigourney act, Sigourney Weaver is a more seasoned veteran actress and can really like hold a certain amount of weight of importance. I yeah. feel like it would the same wouldn't have come through had you know like a thirteen year old been playing that character. Yes, agreed. Yeah, because the acting choices. Yeah, uh, it's it's amazing that you could still see like you can still tell who Kate Winslet is. Like yes. it's so it's so her mouth every. 
and I know some some faces lend themselves better to the mapping than others. And I, I think I learned this during She-Hulk. So, mm. you know, uh, um, Cliff Curtis Zoe looked Saldana, amazing too. Amazing. Although I kept thinking it was Daniel Craig. Oh, really? <laughs> if, you, if you watch it next, if you go back or if anyone out there goes again or sees it, whatever, I don't know. But think in your head that that's Daniel Craig. And I swear to God, you'll be like, is that it? I kept turning Justin. I said, is he in this movie? And he was like, I don't think he's in this movie. I would have known that. And I really thought that was him the entire time. And then when I figured out who it was, I was like, oh, I know. I'd like him too. But um, no, it was, it was, it's just remarkable. I don't, it's just, it's incredible. Their, their faces. It's the, yes, the kid actors are amazing. Um, from what I can tell, I think that the, the young, the out, the outlier boy was a little extra. I could tell even beyond the CGI. Like, I wonder what he looked like behind the scenes yeah. doing everything. But I thought but, he was deeply engaging. I, I really, oh, yeah. he never got annoying to me. And what you were saying with the language. Yes. They, they've adopted their dad's like slang, slang and their dad's curse words. I that. Yeah. So that was, I was like, wait, what? century is this i but i was like oh right because her dad's jake so yeah he's used the word bitch <laughs> it, it also helped to alienate them more especially when they went to the water tribe you know not only yeah. are their fingers different but they um they just speak wildly differently and whereas natiri still feels like like the old guard if you will you know what i mean yes um, Bless her. Yeah. Glad we didn't lose her. And I started to think, I was like, oh, God, oh. they're going to, like, kill off the older generation or we're going to be, like, this whole long saga. We're just going to go through the ages. And I was like, I'm not ready to lose them yet. Yeah. I There was a part. So there was a part of me that was pretty fearful that Natiri was going to be the one to bite Same. the dust in this one. But then very – that was before I even got to the movie. Um, when oh. we were in the movie, the second that Jake – makes the comment uh, during that first, like, um, guerrilla warfare sequence to his older son, like, you have to watch out for your your, your brother, I knew he was going to bite the dust. When he kept saying, like, you're the perfect son, like, oh, there was yeah. no way that he was surviving this thing. I, oh, yeah. So I was, I, so I was deeply that. prepared for that. So it didn't affect me as much as, per se, some other um, deaths that could have happened because I tend to find that I either a get affected by deaths that come out of nowhere and they really like upset me like spoiler like Coulson in Avengers or um, I'm sure there are other ones um, but uh, in this one I was less upset because I expected it and I kind of like mentally prepared myself for it in the end the one the death that affected me the most in this movie was the whale mama and her calf <sighs> that was rough yeah I truly, I was like, what am I, it's like a, not even a real thing. And I just couldn't watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Any other closing thoughts? Um, we... Well, I have a question for you, Joanna. Yeah. Which one do you prefer? Avatar or Avatar the Way of Water? Oh my God. I can't believe I didn't even compare them. The second one is, is I think better than the first. I agree. I prefer the second one over the first one and not just because of the special effects. Um, but I just think overall it's way more enjoyable and immersive. The first one is more special because like yes. it was, it was, a, it was a moment in, in pop culture. It was pretty amazing to watch these things on film for the first time. But this one, 
I am so happy that this movie was made 13 years later with better technology and not like two years later with a subpar script and the same yeah. technology. It really goes a long way that like Big Jim, as we uh, say here uh, on the Nerdverse, Big Jim like did the work, got in there, invented these things and gave us something spectacular 13 years later and didn't jump the gun for money two or three years after, you know, the first one. Agreed. The first one was there was something really stressful about it because, again, we were watching some human turn to to the alien culture. So we had a lot of the movie like with him learning about himself and growing. And we spent a lot of time in human world, which is not like even in this movie, the minute that they go back to the ships or whatever, I'm like, this is boring because I want to get back to the water. Yeah. Boring, boring. I want to get back to the water. Mm -hmm. So in this movie, you already do that. You're you're, your majority, majority of the time you're with the Solis and he's, he's already transitioned and it's all like, it's all good. So the first movie is just like harder to watch at times because you're, Mm fighting for Jake to help the Navi and you're fighting to like get him, you know, he does, he's a paraplegic. He does, he's his life. His human life is just so, is so miser. It's such a shell compared to the life he has in Pandora mm-hmm. as a Navi. And it's yeah. really, it's really hard to watch in a good way. Um, but this one, you, you don't really have that curve. So I enjoyed it more for that. And of course, anything underwater, I, I'm like, I'm like James Cameron, anything underwater, sign me up. Yeah, this was very, this movie was very refreshing because of the water, if that makes sense. But also I love, I also did not have to pee. Speaking of refreshing. Oh, water. oh yeah. We, we, we actually, oh my gosh. I, I peed during the trailers cause I thought that I'd seen all the trailers, but I fucking missed the Barbie trailer. Oh, I didn't get the Barbie trailer. I missed the Indiana Jones trailer, but oh, I, I mean, I, I, I think that. I had seen that. I don't know if it was a new one though, but I did no, see the similar. new, the new Mario uh, trailer. Oh, finally. I yeah. I did yeah. see that. Yes. Um, so. Uh, I mean, this movie was pretty special. I hope you all see it on the big screen. 3D or not, just see it on the big screen, though. Joanna loved the 3D, so that's why I would go back. I would go back and see it in 3D. Yeah. Well, nerds, this family is our fortress. We hope you had as much fun as we did, and we hope that you'll join us next week in another sector of the Nerdverse. As a small universe in a multiverse of other nerdverses, the subscriptions, follows, and reviews are super important for us to grow. So be sure you're subscribed to The Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and follow along on all of the social, the show shows, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at The Nerdverse Pod. Thank you so much for listening and keep telling all your nerdy friends about us. And remember, I see you. I see you. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? I really like the differences in the body types of the two types of Navi, um, you know, built for the jungle, built for the water. Um, yeah. I question how the the forest, essentially, Navi could see in the salt water, um, but, like, I'll, I'll, huh. I'll let that go. 
I thought that they were going to start to adapt mm, the me too. character. Like, I thought that their hands were going to start to turn into fins and their tails would get bigger because they would like adapt, like their animal adapts. For all we know, not then, yet though. I was going to say, for all we know, in the next one, like they'll have like more muscular hands or something like that. I don't know. We'll see. That'd be pretty cool. 